Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Ruling the Games. I'm Lisa, and here with me always is Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, Lisa. Hi, everybody. Um, Paul is my partner in crime here. We've started this podcast a few years ago, and while it's become kind of intermittent, we still love it, right? Because we love yeah, games. So um, before we get into it, always just a reminder, um, Paul's blog has been growing and growing and growing this year. Best gamer blog out there. You can go to either tales.com, T-A-E-L-E-S, and that'll direct you actually to the Tales blog on Blogspot because that's the um, the hoster, right? Uh, yes, blogspot.com. Yeah. So either way, go to tales.blogspot.com or you can go tales.com and it'll it'll point you over there. So, yep. Paul, today we have so much to talk about because Apple did a big unveiling this week. So on the heels of the new iPhones, we have even more um, hardware and actually new software because they came out with new version of their operating system, Yosemite. So yes, they did. There's a oh, lot. Oh to yeah, talk yeah, about. with the for the Macs and stuff. Yeah, because right? yeah, yeah, they they did an iMac refresh too. So, but let's start with the phones because you, your household now between you and Mrs. Tails have the full complement, right? A six and a six yes, plus. We so start off. Why don't you start off talking about what you love about them? Uh, I love the size. Uh, <laughs> uh, the size, without a doubt, is absolutely fantastic. It's very fast, very powerful. They um. It's got the new processors. It's got their new GPUs in it. It um, weighs even less than before. The 6 Plus is battery life. Oh, my God. About a week ago, I went to work, and I turned on my hotspot, and I had my iPad hotspot tethered to it the entire night playing games, surfing the web, things like that, and I just left it. I left the phone unplugged, just sitting off by itself as a hotspot for an entire eight-hour shift plus an hour drive to work and an hour drive home from work. And when I got home, I still had like 48% of my battery left. That's amazing. So, That's amazing. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, like my iPhone 5, the battery would have been dead. It would have been like at 40% uh -huh. left within an hour and a half of doing such a little hijink. So it's like just absolutely a phenomenal i mean it's like I an ipad it's like an ipad battery almost i mean because i can get along you know i can get good life out of the ipad but never been able to get that kind of life you know out of yeah. an iphone um i also did notice i haven't bought one yet but they're so thin which is really cool yes. well you know it's i've got let's see where's my um i got my five laying around here there it is it's about the same height actually as the five Oh, it is. Yeah, I, I, it seemed like yeah. it was thinner than that, but okay. Yeah, it's, I've got both of them sitting right next to each other. They're both almost. It's almost. And there's okay. a little height difference, but they're okay. almost the same height, and it's just great phone. It's yeah. a really great phone. It's um, it's a great first step towards a larger phone, mm -hmm. but if a person doesn't need a phone this year and they don't need the bigger phone. I'm going to do something crazy, and I'm going to recommend holding off because they um, – they it's not that the phone is slow. It's not the phone's choppy performance. The phone's fantastic, but it's the, it, and it's not as bad as when the iPad 3 came out, but the processor isn't absolutely up to snuff to handling the size of the screens mm -hmm. which is why when you see benchmark tests mm -hmm. the the 6 outperforms the plus because of the screen size right. and the the 5s the 5s phone from last year outperforms both of the new phones well the 6 plus isn't screen. it like double the resolution of the 6 yeah it's yeah, ma it's, so massive. it's mass it is that is massive i mean it's it's getting almost to be an ipad you know like a small yeah. a mini mini ipad well i i actually really like the size of the 5 and that's one reason why I haven't jumped on the six yet. And what I'm I'm actually kind of hoping is maybe next year Apple decides to keep you know like three sizes, um, right. <clears throat> and not have the the six be the smallest size because you know I just I don't know it just fits in my hand and it's a phone and I would rather you know have a have an iPad Mini or something else so. Um, and everybody, you know, everybody has preferences, but that's why I'm hoping they will expand. I think this was the right first step because a lot of people, 
you know, are really into the Samsungs or the really big phones. And yep. that's definitely a market there that they needed to connect with. But mm-hmm. um, I still, I kind of like, I, I still want my phone to also just kind of be a phone, you know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the phone's not for everybody. And that's why, like like you were saying, you were hoping um, Apple has no intention of dropping the 5S. The 5's disappeared. The 5S is going to be their $99 phone. The 6 is going to be their 199 and their 6 Plus is the 299 They wouldn't do that. They, they know that it's just, I mean, it would be stupid of them to jump into Samson's ballpark and then completely bail on the smaller ballpark that they're already in, you know, so they'll always have a smaller phone. That's what I'm thinking. And what I'm hoping is that they will um, upgrade. Like right now, the smaller phone is the 5S. So it's kind of like yeah. a version back. But what I'm hoping they do, what I'd love for them to do, though, is bring that. So it's really just more of a matter of the size of the screen. Right. And um, and still, you know, keep it upgraded. So we'll see. I I don't know. I'm not in a, I still love my 5 you know, I'm just, I'm not in a hurry for once to upgrade. And um, <laughs> so we'll see. I, I, I wish, I, I wish I was like that. I know. know. <laughs> well, for once <laughs> I am. Toy, so, new toy. I know it is. I know. Usually it's, you just, I want it immediately, but, and also, you know, the other thing that's really cool this year is finally um, this summer we have an Apple store here in town. So oh, I have to, I don't have to go to like Columbus or Cincinnati, but the only sad thing is, is it pretty much, and I'll tell you the way I knew we were, we were getting one. I didn't actually didn't hadn't noticed it or seen it announced, but I noticed that the two local Apple resellers here were closing, and that's what made me go look because I thought, wait a minute, why are yeah, they? They both- wouldn't do that unless they had a an ace up their hole. Yeah, and they both you know went out of business shortly before the apples. I mean, there was no way they were going to be able to stay in business, you know, with an actual no. Apple store in town. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that's kind of fun now too that we actually have one to go to. But anyway, so new iPhones, also new iPads, and I got to tell you, Doug called me on Monday, and we were talking. He was kind of you know in the urge to get a new iPad. So I'm reading to him, you know, reading to him the you know from Mac rumors the you know don't buy blah blah blah. And, um, but they told him, you know, oh, if one comes out, you can bring it back. And of course, what happens on Tuesday, right? So, one came out. (laughs) (laughs) And so he's thinking about, although he really, he's really loving his iPad mini. And I, you know, the differences with the mini aren't huge, but I think he's, he's thinking about taking it back on Monday. But with the iPad, you know, the new iPad Air, which I think you ordered, right? Yes, um, I have the new Air coming in. Yeah, it's a lot. It's thinner, it's faster, it's longer battery. I mean, it's... They did the same screen technology upgrade that they did with the 6 and 6 Plus. So it's, a, it's, not, it's the same resolution. It's technically the same screen. But they did something with the uh, lens over the screen mm-hmm. that, you know, like people... One of the popular things you heard during the 6 and 6 Plus unveiling, people were saying... It almost looks like it's a prop. It looks too vibrant to be a smartphone screen. They mm-hmm. they did the same thing to this um to this uh Air Pro, the Air Two. Cool. So it but um yet yeah, don't uh, just real important. Uh, do not get the Mini Two unless you absolutely need a touch screen, uh, um, a touch fingerprint scanner. Oh, you the, mean you mean the new Mini? Yeah, the new Mini is not worth it. It's oh. got the same RAM. It's got the same processor. It's got all the same hardware. They didn't increase the size. Literally, all they did to the Mini 3 was to add the fingerprint scanner and to offer a gold color. And then they added $100 on the price tag. The wow. Mini 3 is... The Mini 3 is a complete joke unless you absolutely have to have the fingerprint scanner. If you can live without that, get a Mini 2. Oh, well, you know, I'll tell him that because that's what he has. That's what he got. Yep. He got it. You know, they made him a deal on it. <laughs> I think he went to the Verizon store and um, yeah. and picked one up. But I think they're I think they're really cool. I don't have a Mini yet, but I, I just think they're really neat. I, I still, you know, the thing is, though, I still have, like, all of my, you know, all my – phones and my iPads mm-hmm. still work, you know? Yep. So I, you know, I can't really seem to get, you know, I can't turn them in. I somehow have trouble letting go of them. And now what I've been doing, um, games I have where I have multiple accounts, 
been, right. you know, I, I log on, I have different devices <laughs> set up. So if I just want to quickly check in, I can just use that device, you know, and nice. uh, that's kind of nice. I wish I'd had that back in the Wii Rule days. That would right. have been great. Oh my God. You imagine having multiple kingdoms? Oh, on multiple devices. That would have been of so course, you great. Know, yeah, they never gave us everything we wanted from Reroll anyway, so it's not like we would have been able to trade stuff, yeah, you know, I know, things like that. God, we can never stop talking about it. that game, though. I mean, I didn't mean we to. Never will. I swear to God, we, we never were will. done with it, and I just always go back to that, but, but this uh, time... We never will, because we'll never find a game that had that level of customizability yeah. on the iOS. There hasn't been yeah. one since. No there, no, there hasn't, and I don't know. I think part of that, too, is... Um, when they went, it was uh, uh, shortly before they closed We Rule. That's when the company went to that, uh, trying to put it on an Android, didn't they? Yeah. And when they, they were trying to design for like both platforms, and yep. um, they came out with that one game that didn't live very long, and it just didn't have Scrolls game, yeah, whatever that was, and it just didn't have. Um, I know they were trying to accommodate, I guess both, and it just. Um, I don't know. I still don't understand why they couldn't keep keep We Rule around. But anyway, so okay, so we have new hardware, and you've got a new iPad on order, of course, right? Yeah, yeah. You got your new phones. That's right for your new games. So let's talk about what we've been playing lately. All right. Well, let me find my iPad. <laughs> let me get it right over or here. Should I say what you have me playing lately? I guess. That's yeah, yeah. I always have you playing. I'm like, Lisa, Lisa, play this, play this. No, play this game. And then the worst is when, oh my God, this time the two, I what I'm in it for like two days, not even a day, maybe, right? Not even, it's only like partway through the weekend, and you hit me with the other one, right? That wasn't was my the, fault. I know, but I think that was the. Wasn't that the? Royal Revolt, Plunder Pirates, didn't those both around the same time I think we started? Well, that's a, there's a thing about uh, Royal Revolt. Royal Revolt actually came out about a year ago. And when it came out, and I mean, you can actually find my blog entry on it that discussed it briefly. Okay. It was a Wednesday night release, and I listed it, and I was like, hey, look, guys, they took our favorite single-player Royal Revolt game and turned it into Clash of Clans, Yippee Skippy. And I played it for about three minutes, and then I, ne I didn't play it again for another entire year. And, <laughs> boy, when I, came, when I finally came back, and I was like, let, let me just – poke around in this game and i was like let me see let me see what's going on and uh, because i saw an update posted somewhere and i went in and it was like i called this clash of clans you gotta be kidding this is the this is like the furthest thing from clash i was like oh my god and all of a sudden i'm having a field day running mucking through it and then i told you and um ninja about it mm -hmm. and then you shot past all of us i don't, I don't know <laughs> why that game just grabbed me it's crazy i don't know what it was about it because i don't like you know i'm not really into the fighting games i'm not really into like the tower defense right. kind of games I'm not in any of that stuff, but I don't know what it right. is. I I think I think what it okay. I think some of it is, it's it's kind of cute, but yep. not but but also kind of like uh, but not cutesy. I don't know how to explain it. It kind of walks this line, you know. Um, yeah. It's not too overly cute, but it's it's got really neat graphics, and um, I don't know. It's um. What you know? What for me? What what appeals to it? it what appeals to me about it? I get I keep on double swiping with my fingers. I've been playing Goddess lately. Goddess has got a really weird control scheme. But and I'm sorry. Um, what makes it so appealing and so easy to get into is that it's not like Clash of Clans where you're building. Well, you're not building a kingdom in Clash of Clans. They they market it like you're designing your place, you're making it your own and everything. But no, you're not. All you're really doing is you're building the most walls you can around yourself, and you're clustering all your resources. It's like there is no decorative design to it at all. And what Royal Revolt 2 did was it got rid of the entire base building it was, it was like here you go this is your kingdom this is how your kingdom looks this is how your kingdom's always gonna look as you upgrade things they're gonna look prettier and prettier but you don't have to worry about placement of anything mm -hmm. instead what we're gonna do is we're gonna give you a road to your kingdom yeah and i love that 
Yeah. And it's like, and we're going to let you draw it however you want, and we're going to let you throw as many destructive, brutal, enemy-slaughtering little devices that you can come up with all mm-hmm. over the thing, and then we're going to let other players try and get to you. Yeah, and, and if yeah, and I love that you have those waves. You know, I like yeah. I like um, that you know you can, you can customize everything about yeah, it. Yeah, and you can upgrade yeah. the waves, and it's got that simulator, so you can go through. You can so test it. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes I'll sit there, I'll try all kinds of things, and I'll run through it myself. And exactly. what's and what's great is you can you know you can use it doesn't cost you anything to like you know resurrect or use potions right. or whatever. So you can just keep going through it so even people that want to spend a crap load of gems you know to try and attack you you can see just okay i'm going to make this so freaking expensive because i'll think about how many times like i would have to resurrect or, yeah. or blow a script or whatever and then it's like yeah you want my gold it's going to cost you and, and gems gems is not an instant win button in this game either because you can no. buy all the gems you want but if you don't know how and what troops to use and if you yes. can't look at the pre-battle screen and go okay I'm going to need to bring these guys and not those guys you're going to do crappy anyway so and plus that the other thing that has that um is also important that I know you'll agree with is that um they when a player attacks you and they take your resources they don't pillage you yes it's like, i love that yeah they'll they'll receive like say it says se- says 70 grand they'll receive 70 grand but the next time you log in you'll have only lost seven grand yeah so it, it's so freaking generous uh, yeah it's a fantastic m- model it really is it is and i think that's why i i like the attacking part of it because you know i mean it sounds corny but um i don't really want to first off it's not fun for me to play a game if i'm going to just be compromised all the time and i don't really want to like do that to other people you know Um, yeah i feel bad about it yeah Yeah. i do too but i don't feel bad in that game because and and to be honest whenever the whoever the random player is that that's up in the queue i always just use you know go to that next person i don't even hunt for like easy prey and i don't keep track of people i just take whoever it is because everything everything's different yeah exactly they're all different and i tell you something that was messing me up in the very beginning was um i would forget sometimes to like blow up a like a grate or something or what would really mess me up is i'd get to the main to the castle and there would be a tower off to the side and i would forget to (laughs) blow it up because i want those three crowns you know and yeah you you want your chance at three chests yes exactly three chests you only get that on three stars yes and some of the best pieces of equipment are in those chests you know so um so there's just all these like even though it's a simple game there's all these little layers and I um I love the graphics of the characters and uh last week I unlocked the shapeshifter which is that blue werewolf and yep. oh my god he just moves his movements are just really cool the way he swipes with his arms and everything it's just I don't know it's really yeah. neat. and the dungeon's really cool you know the I The dungeon lo- is amazing. The dungeon was not there when the game first came the out. The dungeon is fantastic because it gives you such great opportunity. I mean you know, yep. not only are when you get the full prize, but even after you have gotten the full prize of that dungeon, you can still just keep farming the dungeon. Farming. Like you can yeah. run through it as many times as you want. Farming and, for metal metals and stuff, yeah, yeah. for the uh, for the the events, yeah, yeah. And it, that's the other thing too that that league is always going on. I've let myself drop just because I haven't played it that much. You know, the last few I days. Yeah, I kind of fell out of the platinum league myself. Yeah. But, but the cool thing is we keep our stars. So, you know, that's kind of cool. And that explains why the first time I was going through it, why I saw people with all these stars, you know, like, yep. what are they doing here? But it's just an ongoing thing and, and you get gems. I mean, I think for as far as IAP costs, because um, we, we complain about these freemium games all the time, but I think this game is pretty generous in terms of... Really, really generous. You have a lot of opportunities to win them. You can use small amounts of them very easily. And yeah. even if you go to buy some, and if I really like a game, I will always buy some. Yeah, um, for support the developers. Yeah, yeah exactly. you can get... a you know, a hefty amount for your money. So I, exactly. I think it's great. I mean, I, I think it's a game, you know, I'm, I, I'm going to probably wane off and on on, you know, it's not something I'm, I was playing it really heavy. Those, you know, those first days, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ridiculously. So, <laughs> and then I loved it when was it somebody you work with or who got pillaged? 
And we, yeah, we and put then out we, the cold we all arms. came to you and we were like, we need revenge. Oh, and I loved it. That was great. Steamrolled him. I you know, I've got a coworker. One, one of my coworkers is afraid of you. No. He, we keep telling him. We're, we're like, because we're, we're all talking about <laughs> cha- challenging, you know, challenging roads and everything. And everyone's like bragging and everything and all this. And they're all talking about mine and everything. And one of the guys at work got 100% on me. And I was like, I want to see you take on Lisa's match. <laughs> and he's, he's like, no. And I'm like, why? Go ahead. Do yeah. it. She doesn't have a problem with it. And yeah. he's like, no. No, because without her direct permission, because I'm afraid she'll retaliate <laughs> to destroy me. And I'm no. like, oh, my God. I'm like, Lisa would rather have you, yes. any of us, taking yes. than strangers. And he's like, no, because then she'll attack me six times. I know what she did to that other guy when we that's did a call. That's because you asked me to do that. I'm loyal. Yeah, he's terrified of you. It's that's hilarious. hilarious. Oh, That's yeah, hilarious, so but no, I I tell you guys that all the time. I mean, I would so much rather you guys take the gold. I mean, some, and that's the other cool thing too is with the treasury. Mostly, all people are usually typically harvesting as a percentage of your taverns. Exactly. So, so. it's like minuscule. So long as you don't go over what's protected mm-hmm. in the treasury, mm-hmm. you're good to go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. It's great. No, I really enjoy it. For somebody like me who is you know not into a lot of the attack games, it's definitely for somebody who's flirted with that or ever wondered if they would want to play a game like that it's a great game and it's simple and it's so simple to learn to use but then as you're playing it you start to pick up on the challenge yeah there's a lot of little things little nuances that you can do and the fact that you can upgrade and what's interesting too is whenever you unlock a new wave it throws it in the beginning rather than at the end now that I did not know. Yes. I assumed that it was I assumed that it added to the final No. Way. No, so what I've gotten a little bit more cuz I, you know, I was keeping, you know, you think of okay, you're going to make your first wave really strong. Well, the thing right. is it always puts the new wave in the beginning and I'm up to like where it cost me a million coins to upgrade my waves. So oh my yeah. So they're they're getting bigger and I think I'm up to um maybe nineteen I forget, nineteen or twenty units, something like that. Because when you unlock those bigger monsters, they take up so a many lot units. Of room. Right, a exactly. Lot of room. Yeah, so it throws it in the beginning and um but the cool thing about that though is it not only kind of inspires you to upgrade that first wave, but even if you're slower at upgrading it, it just means that people get lulled into a sense of complacency, you know? Because exactly. then it's like the first wave, oh, they're thinking this isn't that hard. And then, boom, you know, and then each wave after that just hammers on Exactly. So. Exactly. It's like, and it's like and you, the fun thing is the depth of this game. I mean, like you, like you said, you'll spend hours testing your own out going Mm -hmm. okay i need to put these guys this one this one and this one for wave one because this is where Mm -hmm. i encountered them and then okay they're going to be weak right here so we're going to use these type of units for this wave and Mm -hmm. the game's very light on the surface if that's the way you choose to play and you can do perfectly fine just being really light on the surface but if you want to get in depth and see how far this game can go there is like so much to do in this game and there is an energy wall. Yes, that you require wheat to attack. Mm-hmm. And yes, you know, I mean, your farms only generate so much. And yes, mm-hmm. the dungeon only runs on wheat. But if you're playing around with other players and testing your abilities and like chasing the leaderboards and stuff, you can just watch a video till the end of time. You could play mm-hmm. the game for like 16 hours straight, just watching 30 second videos in between each attack and just never stop. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's why I did one night, but <laughs> oh yeah, there's always stuff to do and rearrange your stuff. The other thing yeah. I I, I um, didn't realize at first, and then I started to um, really take another look at this as I was, you know, really focused on those arrow arrow towers. You know, the first towers that you unlock. And the right. thing is, I was really aggressively upgrading them, but then as you unlock other towers, you know, and you only have room for so many, then I realized, oh, you know, I want to make sure I put a mixture. And I'm upgrading multiple ones because, you know, with the different equipment, you know, you want to make sure you've got arrows, you know, and poison and blunt and, you know, the frozen and uh, and all that, the bombs and, you know. Another thing for um, anybody who does decide to give this game a try, just so you know, um, the turrets that are on your map are not 
your they're your hard cap for the map but you can pick up the turrets and store right. them and build other you can have like a yes. hundred of every turret yes in your inventory and then pull them out as you need it and everything so if you want to try a different configuration you can just store everything you got and throw down i mean like if you got like if you got spike traps all over the place and you want to try a different type of trap put all your spike traps in you don't have to worry about hitting the cap the actual caps you see on the screen are strictly for what's on the map not for what's in your inventory there is no cap in the inventory oh that's good to know i knew we had one but i wondered if we were limited as to how much because there's a there's a cap on the inventory of the of the equipment you know you have to buy more slots oh, i didn't know that i've you, never done that i've always sold stuff that i wasn't wearing well but then again i I know you can – that's another area where you can actually go really hardcore if you want to get into depth with the game. I've just never really – oh, look, there is an inventory cap. <laughs> yeah, it is. There's 25, and I've gotten to the point where um, – I mean, I'm still doing okay. I think I bought one slot. Um, right. But I'm – you know, I've been – but the thing is, I'm at the point now – where it was easy at first to sell because everything always exceeded what I had. Now I'm at a point where I've got some pieces of equipment with really great secondary advantages. Very so, circumstantial stuff yeah, based so on who you're attacking. Exactly. So do I want to wear the armor you know, that gives me the poison bump or the one that gives me the piercing bump? And there's yeah. even some that will give you like a coin bump so you'll get more coins. And so now, now it becomes... <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, it's got it's, it's a little coins icon and um, the only one I don't really care so much about is the one that lets you the exclamation point where you get to call your, your guys faster because my strategy is more to kind of clear the way for them and right. they can kind of keep coming. I mean, I do use that call button, but if I'm going to have a secondary bump, I'd rather it be against, you know, um, a vulnerability or yeah, the coins. That, so that's the kind of... I really of, don't care for the exclamation point. No, it just to me, that's, yeah, it's more useless. And then I one thing that I had to do in the beginning, which is so stupid, but... Um, I had an armor that just looked really cool that I loved, but I ha I made myself sell it because it was like, you know, I mean, it just, it just, everything was more powerful. So that was kind of the hard thing I had to, you know, the, once I got over that and I dove more into the game, then it was okay. Right. But, but it's neat the way you can colorize all that stuff. So that's kind of cool. Oh yeah. With a Halloween theme, oh, yeah. you can also colorize the entire environment of the map. You yes, got Halloween, Halloween yes. maps. They got fall, summer, winter. Well, I'm definitely good. I'm going to buy the snow one. I don't care. I've already decided. Once it gets really cold here, once we get past, you know, we get farther into November around Thanksgiving, I'm going to buy the snow. Did you notice that the different environments have different um, music while you're fighting? No, I have them. I yeah. turned the music off a while back. Oh, well, the music on this game is fantastic. It's it, one of those soundtracks I would like to get. It but, is, um, but I forget where I was at, and I turned it off, and I never turned it back on. The actual map, like if you're in the Arctic one, it's got a more wow. sobering type of theme. The oh, Halloween one man. is all spooky and Halloween-y. Oh, my God, I have to turn oh, it back on. Yeah, they're, all, they're all different sound themes. Oh, Okay. Okay, I will do that. No, I, I forget where I was, and I, you know, I turned it instead of um, turning the sound off completely on my iPad. I think I just turned the sound effects or whatever off in the game. Uh, and, you've got you've got that option. There's an option okay. settings on your iPad yeah. that can make it to where the volume outside of your games is separate from the volume inside games. That way, you can have a unique volume level for all the games you play. Right, and I will go. I had I had enabled I had disabled the sounds for that, so I will go turn them back on. But um, that's the one the one complaint I have so far um, that I think we even talked about is I wish it, it had a cloud sync. So that, uh, you know, I could on my phone during the day, I could at least harvest my taverns. Well, and, that's but, the weird you know, thing. that's okay. If you go into settings. If you go into settings, in this game, there is a cloud button with a check mark. What I don't and, – and cloud does work for this game. I know for a fact because I played it originally a year ago, played it for a day or two, deleted it, and then when I brought it back and got back into it about within this last month – when I start, when I reinstalled the game as a fresh install, the game said, "Hey, we found a cloud save. Do you want to load it?" And I was like, "Yeah, yes, go ahead." Now, 
I don't know why it won't let you use it on two different devices. Well, from what I but from what I've read on the internet, nobody's been able to do that. And I think here's what I'm thinking happened, and I don't know with the game, but a while back, um, Apple made a change where they stopped letting developers use the device ID. Mm-hmm. And you have to, you know, um, there's a different mechanism for you to use in mm-hmm. order to sync between um, devices. And right. I think they just haven't done that because okay. there's no, it'll let you restore. The cloud is purely like a backup, you know, right. but it won't let you like sync between, like have the game running and then, you know, call it up on another device and sync to the current or, go, you know, go back to another. It, it, it doesn't do that. Um, but that's okay because really I, I wouldn't play this on my phone anyway. Um, t- for me, this is very much an iPad kind of game. The only thing I would do if it were available probably is like I do with the Plunder Pirates, which we're also going to talk about. I would probably harvest my taverns and, you know, yeah, that's exactly. probably about all I would do is just, you know, hoard more of my gold. But the other thing I sort of like and and why I don't always worry about it is I sort of like having some gold in there because it gets people to attack me. And, um, and I like to see, um, I get this little, like, you know, little, little pleasure when I look at the attack history and I see, oh, that's, they only got that far. (laughs) Oh yeah, exactly. It's cool. But tell, you can tell your friend, honestly, I never revenge against anybody. I, I mean, the only person I went after was, you know, the guy that you, you know, you put up the call to arms to, to, to Jim and I. And so, you know, we both went in and. And did, in fact, I even used gems, I think, once on the guy just to make sure, you know. Really? Uh, I, yeah. I think the first time I went through, I forget. I think I got I was to the very end, and I didn't have enough time, so I think I just did one of those library scripts so I could blow the game up. And mm-hmm. then the second, then after that, I knew where the stuff was, and then it becomes so easy because then I know exactly, you know, how I'm running through the game, which is one reason why I, I think why I don't go back and um, attack people a second time because I like the fun of you know every time I go through a new player, yeah, exactly. it, you know it's a it's a new thing. So I did have somebody though when I was on the um, uh, you know when we were first going through the leagues, I had somebody who kept attacking me, and I realized he was in the same league that I was, and I think he was trying to chip me down. So you know. Oh well, yeah, I you know, but I don't, I didn't really care. So, but so let's talk about Plunder Pirates because it's because it's right. different but similar, and I love this game. It's adorable. I love this game. It's crazy. It's so it's, cute. It's got a number of things going for it. Uh, first off, okay. First off, for anybody who's curious, Plunder Pirates is you. Well, when we were talking about Royal Revolt, I was saying Royal Revolt is this far away from Clash of Clans as you can possibly get. Well, Plunder Pirates is a lot closer to Clash of Clans when it comes to basic combat mechanics, you know, the way you attack other players, the way you build your towns, things like that. But what they've done is they've they've just done so much more with this game. You got I mean, you've got the academy, which is just like the Clash of Clans training hall, but in Plunder Pirates, it's an entire talent tree for each type of unit, and you can have multiple ones training at the same time, and then upgrading the academy is tied to other buildings. you got to have these like little miscellaneous – I think it's funny as hell that you got to have outhouses. I love that. upgrade your barracks. Yeah, to up- and upgrade you know? the tavern. You and, have to have more outhouses. And the description on the outhouse is like <laughs> just the stuff of legends. It's like yeah. you don't want to make the mistake of not having enough of these in town, mm-hmm. you know? And um, everything's all tied together, and there's the and then there's the PVE side. I mean, you got that massive world map that you can send your ships sailing out on, mm-hmm. and plundering, and looting, and mm-hmm. exploring, and mm-hmm. there's lots of in-game currency awards all over the place yes. just for doing all anything. Yes. Um. The yeah, and the this game, who sees you? is a lot more streamlined. Clash of Clans had all sorts of hidden factors in that they don't want to tell you the exact details on it to determine who's seeing you and who you're seeing when you go to attack. Well, in this game, it's really simple. That number in your top left corner determines who's going to see you. So if you don't want other players attacking you and you've got a decent base, you naturally go and lose a whole bunch of battles really quickly 
bottom out your number up there in the top and then just sit here and chill out knowing you're hanging out with all the other brand new little players and none of them are going to attack you because they're not that stupid Mm -hmm. and it's just it's a fantastic game and it also was these this game and one of game lofts games were the first two games in the world to use the ios 8 metal graphics architecture that's what i was gonna say that's why it's so brilliant it's just yeah. amazing when you go to that 3d mode and wander through the island it's incredible it's brilliant okay. and, and, and they even want to take advantage of it so they let you pan the camera around and mm-hmm. you can go into that um camera mode and just sit there and just stare at it's it gorgeous. you know as the camera moves around town and I love just, looking at the water. It's just gorgeous. I, it's absolutely. So <clears throat> now, one thing, too, about both Plunder Pirates and Royal Revolt that's really good for people that, you know, don't like, you know, or are afraid about getting attacked or whatever while they're building up resources. Both games have a, a shield that you can buy. Yes, and, they do. And so, you know, if you really want to, like, you know, build up a lot of gold and, you know, you don't want to be attacked for a day or like a few hours or a day or a week or whatever, um, they, they each have a cooldown, but you can at least do that. Now, the one thing that Plunder Pirates has that we agreed Royal Revolt really needs is a guild. Yes, it does. It needs a guild. A social structure would be phenomenal yeah. in Royal Revolt. But unfortunately, Royal Revolt's been out for an out, a year already, so I'm not expecting yeah. to see it. No, and that's okay. But that is what, But what's great about the, um, the guild in Plunder Pirates is that it gives you really two things. One, I mean, you get the little, you know, the way of communicating with your folks. Yep. There's a little chat thing there. But I also like the shared resources, you know, yeah, which, the, I, yeah. which I think the, is really uh, cool. Yeah. yeah. So if you, if you contribute to, you know, the, the, um, the stone masonry, then if you have any walls that you've built, once that's activated, they're stronger. And everybody, you know, can contribute. And so it's not, doesn't really cost that much, you know, from each person. And... It's so, based on your level of your pirate hall. Yeah. So I think that's so, kind of cool. Yeah. It's really neat. I really like it. It's just a fantastic way of doing it. And I love the little people. You know, I love watching them swim. I wish it was, I keep wanting to pick them up like in Godfinger. Remember that game? Yes, I do. Where you can pick them up. And I just, those little people are so cool. I like to zoom in on them. And then what's really neat is sometimes if you look like their expressions will change. Like when they come out of the tavern, they're kind of loopy, you know, and they sort of like yeah, swagger. They, they got they got like a little bit of a buzz. Yeah, yeah. like from the grog <laughs> and stuff. And I don't know. It's very clever. I mean, there definitely was some thought and some fun that went into designing that game. Yeah, I think the only thing there's only one thing I can think of in this game that I wish that they would do something about, and it's the pirate ship. The pirate yeah. ship has got the benefit of when players attack the pirate ship while you know more when it's docked at its harbor during the attack will actually attack the players units if they get in the way in, in range of the cannons right but the, but the problem is the water it's got a realistic look to it so like you got the you got the pier and you can see the ropes tethered to it it, it looks realistic it looks it absorbs you into the game mm-hmm. but unfortunately Fortunately, since players can drop their units down anywhere where there's water, uh-huh. players players really high up in the leaderboards who are looking to min-max will just surround their ship by land. Right. Because while, yes, it's realistic to have a water route get in there, you know, because realistically, you know, the ship sails into the harbor. It doesn't teleport right. to it. But it doesn't require you to have that opening. Yeah, it doesn't require you to have that opening. As a matter of fact, having that opening is a major drawback because it gives a direct route of attack to your ship. Yeah, that's true. So I, I really wish that they would, like, I don't know, the the width of the ship for X amount of distance out would be, like, non-placeable for player units. You mm-hmm. know, treat it like sand. Mm-hmm. That way it would give players a reason to be a little realistic with their design instead of, shoring up their ship look making it look like it's in a sandbar you know yeah it's, it's, it's my only gripe though and my only one well that's you know you also brought up another interesting point that takes can take some finesse and some thought is looking at the different kinds of pirates that you gain you know as you level up and you unlock different pirates and they have different attributes you know um, when you go to use them in battle they have different tendencies because once you one the one of the things about this game is once you 
put them in motion, you're done. You know, all you, you just have to sit back and watch. And what do they go towards? And some of them have like a tendency to go towards certain types of items. They have priorities, yeah. Yeah, priorities, right. And so one of the things that I've been kind of thinking about as I play around with my um, my island and my defenses are, you know, I, I want it to look pretty, right? So, you know, I want it to look, I want it to look good um, for my own amusement. But then I also, you know, don't want to just be pillaged all the time. So I'm thinking about how to arrange things. And so some of it's also kind of keeping that in mind. And um I've started, you know, I pulled some of my um, grog re- re- um, refineries over and have them to the side with um, that mystic mortar and a cannon pointed at it. And right. then it's like, okay, fine, get that. If you survive that, now you have to swim over <laughs> here, you know, because my, I, my, I very much have, a, I have a set of archipelagos, you know, I mean, I don't have one main, one big island. So right. you have to spread sw- them out. Yes, yeah, so they have to swim s- slowly. They yeah. swim slowly. That's right. Nobody swims fast in that game. So even if you just have a little bit of a break, a little bit of water, it slows them down, and then it gives your artillery or whatever your defenses are more times to fire at them. And same with the walls. It doesn't look like you're you're held back on levels with with building the walls. It looks like. The only thing with the levels is you get more pieces, you get more wall units. But yes. so far, you know, I'm at the forty thousand dollar or forty thousand coin upgrade on the on the walls, mm-hmm. and even those forty thousand ones that I've upgraded, I could upgrade. You know, but there, there's a, there's a cap. The walls do have a cap um, where you can only level up a wall to so many times before you have to advance your pyro. Oh, okay. Well, I just haven't gotten that far yet. But um, but those are really effective too, you know. And what I've been they're good do- deterrent. Yeah, and what I've been doing is I have my um, oh, what are the you know what are the ones that are in the um the bumps, the um, bunkers, the bunkers. The bunkers. Thank you. Yeah, um, I have those with I have those w- with walls around them. So yep. you know because they're so effective at firing. So you know make them have to penetrate into the wall into the bunker. And yep. um, so, yeah, I mean, there's definitely, it, it's, it's a simple game to just start playing, but if you want to play around with it, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot to it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to offer here. Yeah. Yeah, That's absolutely. Cool. So it's a great game. It is a great game. Now, another game you're playing. Oh, and by the way, um, both games have Game Center enabled, which is great because yes, um, a lot of them don't. And uh, I, you know, my pet peeve with newer games coming out are you know, games that force you to go to Facebook if you want to connect with friends, which I don't, which I don't do for games. So both of right. those have Game Center. But now there's a game you're playing that I'm not, that you're highly addicted to. <laughs> so Transformers. Yeah. So why don't you tell Angry everybody about Birds. that? Angry Birds Transformers is a fantastic experience, and it's just. It's um, it's nothing like any other Angry Birds game you've ever played. The stages, your um, your Angry Bird Transformer runs from the left side of the screen to the right side of the screen, and over the course of it, you see those old, you know, like it, it's an old Angry Bird staple, you know, a tradition, like different configurations of blocks and ice and pigs hiding out in them and everything and all that sort of thing. And but the difference is, whatever you tap is where your transformer shoots. So, like, you tap on the blue ice, your transformer shoots the blue ice. You tap on the pig, he shoots the pig. You know what I mean? And you can do, you can just get really creative with how you knock the things down and make them fall into each other and stuff. The general story is the pigs and the birds are fighting, as always. When these transformer egg bots, they're literally transformer bodies with eggs on the top, show up and they start assimilating the entire world and they start as they start assimilating the pigs so these pigs are coming across in the stages they always got metallical like metallic parts on them and like this that They're, they've been assimilated by these egg bot things and the egg bots run around on the world map assimilating areas and when they assimilate the area they turn it into a stage and then you get to play the stage to take that area back but um the 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 main pigs and all the angry birds team up, which is why when you're playing in the game, it's like um, Optimus Prime is the red bird, 
Uh, Bumblebee is the yellow bird, but um, like Soundwave, for example, is one of the pigs. Um, Heatwave is one of the birds, is the really, really big, big bird. And it just goes on down the list. You're playing a mixture of them. And, and of course, the pigs are all the different Decepticons from the Transformers, and the Angry Birds are all the Autobots from the Transformers shows. And it's just a blast to play. I mean, there are a lot of energy timers here. There are timers everywhere. Mm-hmm. It takes time for the Eggbots to assimilate an area to turn it into a stage. It takes time for your bots here for your transformers to repair themselves when their hit points run low because their hit points don't regenerate in between stages it takes time it is timers for um upgrading your uh, your your transformers you know there's there's timers everywhere in this game but this game there's just so many potential areas for stages that you get a couple hours into the game and suddenly every time you log into the game you got so many stages that you're usually not clearing them all before you decide to go play some other game you know for just a change of pace mm-hmm. and it's just a really fun game and it's got a unbelievably addictive soundtrack yeah. the the main theme has been stuck in my head for like <laughs> Four days straight now, but I'm not complaining because I love that that song. It's so how fantastic. do you how do you rank it with the other Angry Birds? Well, you can't really. I don't really want to rank it with the other Angry Birds just because it plays differently than mm-hmm. Angry Birds. I mean, they only twice in the Angry Bird franchise history have they actually gone out and gotten out of their comfort zone and took the franchise in a different direction. There was this game, Angry Bird Transformers, and there was Angry Bird Epic. No, wait, there were three times. Because there was also Angry Bird Go. Mm -hmm. Angry Bird Epic was an RPG. Angry Bird Transformers is what we're playing now. Angry Bird Go is a race car game. Okay. Okay. But it's, I mean, I, I... I, it's a. Fa- I'm just going to say, fantastic, free, try it. All right. You can't go wrong with free, and it's under 100 megs. Oh, and the song will get stuck in your head. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, the last thing we'll just briefly touch on, since I started off talking about your blog, is there's a game that you've been blogging a lot about that's not on an iOS device, oh, but yeah. you know, I think it'd be worth saying a few words about Space Engineers. Yeah, Space Engineers is, um, in the loosest sense of the word, Space Engineers is uh, Minecraft in space, but only in the loosest sense of the word. The graphics are ten times better. The controls and mechanics are ten times better. You can do ten times more stuff. And the best part, anything you build, you can fly around, you can blow things up, you can mine asteroids, you can drill, whatever you want to create. I mean, you go into the Steam Workshop and you type Star Trek Enterprise, and you're going to see like 50 different enterprises that players created. You type um, Aliens 2, and you're going to see all the ships from Aliens 2, Babylon 5. The sky's the limit. You can make absolutely anything you've ever seen. You can make anything you want. And you can really do anything you want. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, when we started this, this uh, conversation before we started this podcast and we, we were on Skype and everything, and I went ahead and I shared the video so you could see what was going on on my computer screen, mm-hmm. and I took you on a tour of my last two months of living on this personal server, me and my little sister, and I just showed you what I've done in two months and started sharing all these funny little stories. Like, oh, yeah, I remember this, we built this like this, and then it did this and that. And it's you can you go on my, pot, my blog, and you just type a search for space engineers and the stories that you're going to see that light up. Because, I mean, I just, it's all funny. It's all fun and games. And after two months, I mean, you look at my this asteroid belt that me and my sister live in, and it looks – lived in it doesn't look simulated it doesn't look like a game i mean you can look at it and see how it evolved as our needs evolved i mean it's really cool that's one reason we you know we we spent like a i don't know a good 45 minutes maybe before the podcast just kind of walking through that so if you go to his blog um as i said in the beginning tales.com or tales T-A-E-L-E-S dot blogspot dot com. Either way, I'll get you there. Um, you'll be able to see pictures that he has, and he's been talking about it for a while. And it is really cool. I mean, um, it's uh, if you love, I, I don't play Minecraft either, but if you love Minecraft, if you love outer space, if you just love getting absorbed into a game, 
It, yes. it, I mean, and for it to hold your attention for this long, <laughs> that's how I normally do. No, I mean, so it has <laughs> to really, that's a high bar, you know, to keep you engaged in a game. And I mean, you know, continuously, because you'll pick a game up and put it down for a while and pick it back up. That doesn't really count. This you've been pretty consistent on for a while. So there's an obsessive quality to that, obviously. And I love that oh, you can absolutely. have the, the control of the multiplayer. So. So the game good. is uh, the game is early access, so it's actually technically in alpha state right now. But it you play it for twenty minutes and you're like, this doesn't feel like an alpha game. This these developers are amazing. They're constantly communicating. Every single Thursday they put an update out. Every single update has a blend of features they want to put in, as well as community requested features. It's just they are a fantastic group. And I really, really can't. I mean, if this is what the game's like in alpha, I can't wait to see beta and I can't wait to see the finished product because it's going to be mind boggling. It really is. That's great. Well, Paul, another, another great, uh, hour fun here talking to you. So thank you so much. We've got, uh, more to come. So we will, uh, we're going to try not to take as, we always say that though, but then who knows when we'll do another (laughs) one, but we have, we have a few more planned this fall. So we'll see. But anyway, next, next time we'll have a, all the new devices to play we'll have with all the and, new um, devices too that's right all right and you can tell us final fantasy stories that's right <laughs> that's the latest thing he's uh, got me roped into so uh we're there's a rumor to be a podcast on final fantasy here in the not too distant future with a special guest that will be joining us so, absolutely so we'll see all right um okay a little uh technical glitch there at the very end but um paul has signed off and uh, from both of us i'm going to say Thanks for joining us. Uh, Remember to rule your games, whatever they may be, and we'll play out with a little music from Royal Revolt. Take care, everybody. Have a great day.